Welcome to the Servative Hour, a show I call the Servative Hour because servative is the opposite of conservative, and that's what this show is, the opposite of a call-in conservative movement talk radio show. And it is set up for taking calls. Phone number is 402-474-5086. And the topic for this August 9th, 2022 is on the FBI searching Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate and the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. Yes, it's a two-topic show, so I will get to the economics in the first half hour and the uh, criminality in the second half hour approximately. Hey, we've got us a big climate tax health care bill. Thanks, Joe Manchin. It's from August 8th, 2022. From Wonket.com. It was a damn good week for President Joe Biden. He was officially released from his COVID-19 staycation. July's job numbers were more than double what economists had predicted, and Sunday, the Senate passed the Inflation Reduction Act, which sounds dull, like doing your taxes, but is actually an ambitious health care tax and climate bill. You know it's good because all Republicans voted against it, even faux moderates Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski. Vice President Kamala Harris cast the tie-breaking vote. The clean energy package is the greatest legislative climate investment in U.S. history. This is significant because the bill required the support of testy coal baron Joe Manchin. And while there are provisions that promote coal, oil, and natural gas, the package also pushes renewable energy, such as solar and wind. It's believed the measures will reduce U.S. carbon emissions by about 40%, by 2030. That's not far from Biden's stated goal of reducing emissions within that time frame by half. This is all great news, and it's a little shocking that it happened after Manchin walked away from Build Back Better negotiations last year. An enthusiastic Senator Brian Schatz from Hawaii tweeted after the bill passed, quote, We did it. We passed the biggest climate bill that any country has ever passed. It is the reason I came to the Senate. The fight goes on, but for the first time, the American government is taking action that is equal to this moment. Visibly emotional and wiping away tears, Schatz told reporters, Now I can look my kids in the eye. The IRA grants Medicare the power to negotiate the prices of certain prescription drugs and extends expiring health care subsidies for another three years. The deficit-reducing legislation will fund itself through new taxes, not on struggling families, despite easily disproven right-wing lies. Large corporations will endure a 15% minimum tax. There's also a punishing 1% tax on stock buybacks. The bill will help the Internal Revenue Service collect on tax cheats through additional staffing, 
which apparently terrified Republicans. Former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo whined this weekend, quote, 86,000 new IRS agents, how many of them will be conservative? Marsha Blackburn and Ted Cruz also tried to frighten Americans with the horrifying image of an army of accountants coming for the average American. These scare tactics for a bill Joe Manchin negotiated mostly fell flat. There was some 11th hour concerns that the Senate's most useless Democrat, Kristen Sinema, might tank the bill, but even she came along once she had assurances that the bill would provide for her true constituents. She threw a fit when she discovered that the 15% minimum corporate tax would apply to hedge fund managers and private equity firms. She wanted them exempted from the tax because, well, maybe she's a bought-and-paid-for corporate stooge. But her stated concern was that this would deter investment in Arizona. Arizona cities are currently experiencing the worst drought in over a thousand years, so the IRA's climate provisions are the best investments for Arizona. We assume Cinema's hedge fund buddies will bail on Arizona once the entire state has the topography of Mars. Joe Manchin craps coal, but he did more to advance this bill than Cinema, who finally got on board once other funding measures were found. Cinema, who was elected as a Democrat, also killed the IRA's tax on carried interest. Manchin was reportedly disappointed and said hedge fund managers and private equity have, quote, enjoyed one heck of a run that they can't justify, unquote. The carried interest loophole was a giveaway for the wealthy that even Donald Trump proposed eliminating. Unlike Bernie Sanders with his pie-in-the-sky amendments, Cinema was fully prepared to walk if she didn't get her way. MSNBC host Stephanie Rule noted that the carried interest loophole benefits practically no one in Arizona, quote, but there are some dudes on mega yachts on the Mediterranean toasting cinema right now, end quote. Democratic Representative Ruben Gallego, who actually represents Arizona, came out swinging. He tweeted, quote, at a minimum, if cinema is such a smart negotiator, why didn't she trade a cap on insulin for working families in exchange for protecting her rich Wall Street friends? Clearer than ever that saving money for Arizonans is not her focus. End quote. Yeah, he's primarying her ass and he's going to win. This The bill now goes to the House, which is fortunately cinema free. So we expect that Speaker Nancy Pelosi will get everyone in line so that the IRA will land on Biden's desk to sign. We weren't bullish on Manchin's chances of winning re-election in 2024, but Republicans are clearly out for blood now, labeling the IRA the, quote, Manchin-Schumer tax hike of 2022. Manchin might lose his seat doing something positive for the nation, while Cinema will lose hers because she sucks. And uh, this article can be found on wonket.com under the headline, Hey, we've got us a big climate tax health care bill, thanks Joe Manchin. And it does mention something I want to add a little bit to here. Yes, the IRA 
the uh, Inflation Reduction Act grants Medicare the power to negotiate prices of certain prescription drugs. And uh, they will say, the conservative movement media, that this means the pharmaceutical uh, companies will not have money to uh, research, to develop new drugs, and that we won't have new drugs because they won't have the money to do that. However, if you do a search for the words government funds drug research, you will see that uh, U.S. tax dollars funded every new pharmaceutical for the last... How long does it say? I'm clicking on it. Yeah, uh, U.S. tax dollars funded every new pharmaceutical in the last decade. And if it wasn't U.S. tax dollars, it was charitable donations. You see, because uh, finding and discovering new drugs, pharmaceutical companies don't want to invest in that because there's no guarantee of return. Now, when they do uh, invest in a drug, it's when... Uh, government research, uh, research institutes, and uh, charitable uh, philanthropically funded uh, research institutes have uh, discovered new things, then the pharmaceutical corporations will say, hey, that's a great discovery. Let's take that and uh, we'll develop it into a product we can put on the market. So no, they don't uh, actually discover any new drugs at the pharmaceutical corporations. It would not be profitable for them to do that research. However, if uh, government funding, and it's also DARPA, the defense, uh, whatever the acronym stands for, the Defense Department's research arm, and uh, National Cancer Institute, all those places, they do all the research. Pharmaceutical companies do no research. Look it up. And you can look it up. Well, I shouldn't be giving any call to actions, but if you do want to look that up, just type in government funds drug research and... Uh, it will tell all about that. So there are claims that, uh, oh, the pharmaceutical corporations, because now we're going to be able to negotiate for uh, bulk purchasing for Medicare, just like the Veterans Administration can for the VA hospitals and has for a long time, just like every other country on earth is able to take advantage of low prescription drug prices because they negotiate. Uh, the policy had been, oh, whatever they want to charge, that's what will have people pay and uh, don't need to get uh, government in the way of that. Well, fortunately, that's now over. And Republicans are losing their blank over IRA bill. What fun. This is a headline of another article from Wonkett. Oh, and I suppose... While looking up things with words, some other good words to look up are four words. Economy, Republicans versus Democrats. And it says, CNN reported in September 2020 that GDP, gross domestic product, grew 4.1% on average under Democrats versus 2.5% under Republicans from 1945 through the second quarter of 2020, a difference of 1.6 percentage points. Now, it's not just one article when you put in economy Republicans versus Democrats that says economy does better under Democrats than Republicans. It's all the articles. Now, that uh, 
Wikipedia has some of the figures. And uh, the following table compares selected results for the Democratic and Republican presidents from uh, Truman through Obama. And uh, some of these other charts have uh, Truman through Trump. But anyway, what it has to say, uh, real GDP growth, Democrats do better. Job creation, Democrats do better. Unemployment rate, Democrats... Uh, lower unemployment rate, uh, inflation rate, uh, lower inflation rate for Democrats, uh, budget deficit uh, potential, lower budget deficit under Democrats, and the stock market S&P 500 annual return. I'll, I'll read the figure on that. 8.35% under Democrats, 2.7% under Republicans. So statistics would show that every president presidential administration since Truman, uh, Democrats have performed, uh, the economy has performed better under Democrats. And it mentions in another part here that uh, CNN reported in October 2020 that the 10 of the last 11 recessions started under Republican president presidents. <clears throat> and that every Republican president since Benjamin Harrison had a recession while they were in office. Hmm. Of course, before Benjamin Harrison, we had uh, progressive Republican presidents like, uh, well, I guess after Benjamin Harrison with uh, Teddy Roosevelt, but uh, before Benjamin Harrison, you'd have to go back to Abraham Lincoln when the Republicans were the liberal party into uh, raising taxes to pay for improvements. You know, they were into actually paying for things and fixing things. No more more into uh, not fixing things and not paying for things, which is their economic policy. Oh, that and uh, worshipping wealth and power and shifting the tax burden off of those who are richer onto those who are poor, constantly reminding us that, oh, it's so terrible that a tiny minority pays such a majority of the taxes, which, of course, you can deduce from that, that they actually would like to raise taxes on the majority of people while cutting their services. They used to sell this by saying, oh, this was so great for the economy, it would all trickle down and, uh, you know, and uh, you know, we'd get lower prices and higher wages, but none of that happened. Then they went to saying, well, it's the principle of the thing. It's so unfair to the poor rich people to tax them at a higher rate, and uh, we should not do that. <clears throat> Spend their money to improve things. Oh, no. And for the poor people, oh, my God. Oh, don't you know that the poverty, their poverty is due to their moral failings and the wealthy and powerful are just so morally superior to everyone else that they uh, would never tell a lie, commit a crime, or how shocking that they should be accused of such things. But anyway, back to the article. Republicans losing their blank over IRA bill. What fun. And we'll get to the criminality in... Uh, a moment with uh, the Donald. My perhaps simplistic take on legislative politics is that anything that makes Mitch McConnell cry is good for the American people. Remember how grumpy he looked when the late Senator John McCain foiled his attempt to deny millions health care? He's possibly even more pissed now that Joe Manchin went full Democrat on him. 
After Democrats passed the Inflation Reduction Act, McConnell released this melodramatic, lie-filled statement. I imagine him weeping while furiously pounding keys on a manual typewriter. Quote, Last time Senate Democrats tried to remake the economy on party lines, they shoved American families into the worst inflation in 40 years. Democrats got all-you-can-eat liberal spending, and working families got stuck with the bill. <clears throat> End quote. Now, some economists have suggested that the American Rescue Plan might have contributed contributed to the nation's high core inflation. However, others believe that it helped save helped save the pandemic-pummeled economy. Republicans are in no position to quibble since their solution was to do nothing and let people starve. The Republicans' problem here is that the Manchin-Schumer bill is called the Inflation Reduction Act, as in, this bill will, will reduce inflation. Manchin repeatedly stated that he tanked Build Back Better because of concerns about inflation, and only the most brainwashed Fox News viewer will believe that Manchin no longer cares about inflation and wants to pass, quote, all-you-can-eat liberal spending. It's gotten so bad for Republicans that they've even resorted to quoting Bernie Sanders, who suggested the bill would have a minimal impact on inflation, as if people with their own bank accounts listened to Bernie. I kid, I kid. No, seriously, they're asking their voters to trust the socialist instead of the coal baron with his own houseboat. The average right-wing brain can only take so much. It's hilarious to see Republicans and right-wing media slam the, quote, Manchin bill as promoting reckless spending. Joe Manchin just isn't a name anyone associates with woke socialism. This is hardly Liz Warren eat-the-rich legislation. Sunday, Foghorn Leghorn cosplayer Senator Joe Kennedy from Louisiana trash-talked his Senate colleagues with the old, quote, I'm not saying trick. Kennedy, quote, I'm not saying that Senator Manchin intentionally wants to hurt people, of course not. No, 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 that last was put in there. Kennedy, I'll start again. Good Louisiana accent. Kennedy, I'm not saying that Senator Manchin intentionally wants to hurt people. Well, of course not. Kennedy, I'm not saying that he intentionally wants to have more people living in a tent behind Whataburger, but that's going to be the result of this bill. End quote. Louisianans working full-time are still struggling to find affordable housing, and this blank almost laughed while making a punchline out of people's suf real people's suffering. Turning Point USA founder Charlie Kirk, who's rarely a model of stability, raved Monday that the, quote, Inflation Reduction Act is actually a, quote, Dissident Imprisonment Act, and that the 87,000 IRS agents will target, mo quote, mom-and-pop restaurants, donors to MAGA candidates, people like you, end quote. No, dude, they're just going after tax cheats. Anyway, back to McConnell's allegedly Kentucky, Kentucky bourbon-fueled rant. Quote, with straight faces, with straight, oh, McConnell, with straight faces, Democrats argue the damage from their first reckless taxing and spending spray was a good excuse to ram through another. 
The Republicans spent all night and all day putting forward solutions to tackle those issues, but not one Senate Democrat would agree to take one dime out of their Green New Deal nonsense to cut inflation, fight crime, or secure the border. End quote. Uh, the Republican amendments were a bunch of bull blank. Crime and the border are what Republicans obsess over when they have no real solutions during tough economic times. Senate Minority Whip John Thune admitted last week that they were throwing amendments at the wall to derail the process. He told The Hill, quote, Get as many votes on amendments that make it more difficult for Democrats to be for it in the end, end quote. Democrats held firm, voted down every shiny object, and passed the damn bill. Quote, Democrats have proven over and over they simply do not care about middle-class families' priorities. They have spent 18 months proving that. They just spend hundreds of billions of dollars to prove it again. And that was McConnell, and I didn't do the voice for him. I'll have to work on his voice. Kind of, kind of droopy dog. Oh, blank you, McConnell. Republicans killed the IRA's insulin cap. You don't give a damn about struggling Americans. Republican ghouls have called universal child care a commie plot. They're obsessed with the, quote, rising crime in Democrat-controlled cities, while residents in Republican-controlled states slip further into poverty. Human snot rag Stephen Miller had the gall to suggest these amendments were a good-faith effort to address the contrived border crisis. And then it's got a quote from Miller, but I'll just skip over it. What they... What they're really should have perfected Miller's emotional chip before he tried to sell that monologue. Miller, by the way, was the architect of Donald Trump's grotesque family separation policy that was intentionally designed to torture desperate immigrants. And we repeat, Republicans were never going to vote for the IRA, not even if it included their entire right-wing wish list. Unfortunately for Republicans who capitalized on human misery, U.S. consumer inflation expectations for the coming years have fallen partly due to a steady decrease in gas prices. The economy is improving, and the IRA is going to deliver results for all Americans. Joe Manchin sank their midterm battleship, and they're floating in their own floatsome. And that article can be found under the headline, Republicans Losing Their Blank Over IRA Bill. What fun! By Stefan Robinson, August 8th, on Wonket.com. And once again, the topic for this August 9th, 2022, is on the FBI searching Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate and the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. So, I got through the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 in the first half hour. In the second half hour, I will uh, talk about the... Uh, FBI searching Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. And there's going to be a full moon in two days. On Thursday, August 11th, it will be the uh, Sturgeon Moon, and it will also be a supermoon, larger than the average moon. And for the weather, it 
It's now 75 degrees Fahrenheit. And uh, low tonight predicted to be 63 degrees, clear skies. And clear tomorrow with a high of 94. Yes, it's going to be warmer tomorrow than it was today. And the phone number here is 402-474-5086. Okay. Good morning, Donald Trump. Welcome to Blanking Around and Finding Out. It's by Evan Hurst from August 9th, 2022. And the hour is followed by the Groove Machine which is on from midnight until 2 a.m. Wednesday morning. That's the Groove Machine. And continuing with... Okay, well, headphone cord is wrapped around something. I'll just do the best I can with it. Anyway, the FBI carried out a legal search warrant at Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago Trash Palace in Palm Beach yesterday. And no, Ron DeSantis and you two blanking Maggie Haberman, we are not suddenly calling Mar-a-Lago MAL, like we've been using that as an acronym this whole time. Places where Don Jr. and Eric probably still get accidental... Uh, anyway, I'll just... Yay, I freed the cord. Okay. Yes, the FBI carried out a legal search warrant at Trump's Mar-a-Lago Trash Palace in Palm Beach yesterday. We now live in a world where the FBI has raided the home of a former president of the United States. If we were worried, Attorney General Merrick Garland didn't have the heavy swinging testicles to do what was needed to be done here, that bird has now flown. The Rubic that Rubicon has been crossed. There's no going back. What's funny about this is that when the news first came out, we didn't know exactly what investigation or investigations this might have been related to. It could have been anything, really. Uh, Trump's indictment of the oh, Trump's incitement of the terrorist attack on January sixth. Trump's participation in the fake elector scheme to overturn the election. Something else we might not have been thinking of? Turns out it's reportedly about all those boxes of classified documents Trump shoved under his armpit when he left D.C. in shame and ran away to Mar-a-Lago to cry. We learned in May that a grand jury had been impaneled in that affair. Something about that investigation has gotten so bad that it was time to carry out an FBI raid while Trump was out of town. He's in New York right now, unless he's slithered off somewhere else since last night. Long block quote to get us all up to speed. Quote, Searching a former president's property to look for possible evidence of a crime is highly unusual and would require approval at the top levels of the Justice Department. It represents a historic moment in Trump's tortured relationship with the Justice Department, both in and out of the White House. 
Some of the materials Trump took include letters and notes from foreign leaders, such as North Korea's Kim Jong-un. The inventory of unclassified items in the boxes that were recovered earlier this year from Mar-a-Lago is roughly 100 pages long, according to a person familiar with that document. Descriptions of items that were improperly taken to Mar-a-Lago include a cocktail napkin, a phone list, charts, slide decks, letters, memos, maps, talking points, a birthday dinner menu, schedules, and more, this person said, speaking on the condition of anonymity to discuss details of the ongoing investigation. There is a separate inventory for just the classified materials that were taken to the former president's Florida residence, this person said. If the unclassified version of the classified inventory were organized in the same way as the inventory of non-classified items, it would be about three pages long, according to this person. Quote, it's important to note that that volume is only one way to qualify the documents, to quantify the documents that were taken, the person added. But just one page or one portion of highly sensitive information being improperly released can cause great national security harm. As for classification level, they range from confidential to top secret to special handling categories, the person added. Now that seems bad. His statement is so melodramatic and amazing. Here's the whole thing. We will make fun of specific lines and kick the old piece of blank qualities down below that. And, uh, well, this is what the Donald had to say, quote, These are dark times for our nation, he begins somberly, like anyone God loves thinks something inappropriate has happened here. Quote, My beautiful home, he whines, is currently under siege, raided, and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. They were reportedly there all day. This is what happens when a judge agrees that there is probable cause to believe they'll find evidence of crimes and that they need to go in there and get it now. Trump whines about the, quote, radical left Democrats in the Justice Department and FBI, which is fact-checked run by the guy he appointed to the position. He claims this is only happening because Democrats are terrified of running against him in the midterms and in 2024. Uh, This chunk is pretty funny, and it's got a quote from Trump. Such an assault could only take place in broken third world countries. Sadly, America has now become one of those. Countries corrupt at a level not seen before. They even broke into my safe. Yeah, it must have been something good in there if the judge let him into the safe. Quote, What is the difference between this and Watergate where operatives broke into the Democratic National Committee? Here, in reverse, Democrats broke into the home of the 45th President of the United States. Yes, indeed. What is the difference? Does he think the Watergate burglars had a warrant? Does he think this is really the reverse of the illegal burglary that really kicked off the Watergate scandal? which was actually about the targeting of political enemies. Do any of the words this man says even mean anything? Quote, uh, The political persecution of President Donald J. Trump has been going on for years with the now fully debunked Russia, Russia, Russia scam, impeachment hoax one, impeachment hoax two, and so much more. It just never ends. It is political targeting at the highest level. Uh, The Russia scandal has been confirmed, confirmed, confirmed. 
That's how Trump got himself installed in office in 2016. The first impeachment was because Trump tried to extort a foreign country into helping him steal the 2020 election. And when he lost that election anyway, he tried to overturn the election up to and including inciting a terrorist attack on America for that purpose, which led to the second impeachment. Funny how literally every one of these stories is about how he wasn't good enough or smart enough or gosh darn it, people like him enough to get it done on the strength of his own bootstraps. <clears throat> Quote, Hillary Clinton was allowed to delete an acid watch 33,000 emails after they were subpoenaed by Congress. Absolutely nothing has happened to hold her accountable. She even took antique furniture and other items from the White House. Okay, cool. Uh, senile talk about Hillary Clinton. Is it afternoon? Well, catch up time at the adult daycare yet? So that statement was cool. The Republican bellyaching and couch fainting have only just begun in response. This one made us giggle. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, Republican California, who was poised to possibly become Speaker should Republicans win the majority in November's midterm elections, vowed to launch oversight investigations into the Justice Department. Quote, The Department of Justice has reached an intolerable state of weaponized politicization. Politici politicization. He said on Twitter, Attorney General Garland, preserve your documents and clear your calendar. <clears throat> yeah, Merrick Garland, preserve your documents. Don't like take them to Mar-a-Lago and hide them or anything. Uh, didn't we mention yesterday was the anniversary of Nixon's resignation? Uh, so this is going to get fun. And uh, that article can be found under the headline, Good Morning Donald Trump, Welcome to Blanking Around and Finding Out. And still a little more time here. The phone number is 402-474-5086. like to call in. After Trump's FBI raid, Republicans go all blank the police. It's by Stephen Robinson, August 9th, 2022, from Wonket.com. The FBI executed a legal search Monday on Donald Trump's tacky Florida McMansion, he wasn't shot in his sleep or anything, but nonetheless, Republicans are insisting this is the most disgusting, atrocious thing to ever happen in America. Donald Trump is now Republicans' George Floyd, except for how he's still alive. Look, the MAGA faithful even gathered at Trump's residence for a white blanks matter rally. Guys, he's okay. <laughs> And uh, shortly after Trump whined about the FBI's search, the Republican House Judiciary account tweeted with zero self-awareness, quote, if they can do it to a former president, imagine what they can do to you. And uh, forced birth act activist Abby Johnson shared a similar sentiment, quote, if the FBI can go after a president, they can come after any of us, end quote. That's the whole point of a liberal democracy. The law treats everyone equally, regardless of status. In a just society, a wealthy and powerful person would see the police brutalizing someone on the street and think, if they could do that to any human being, they could do that to me. Instead, most American right-wingers take comfort in a class hierarchy where law enforcement oppresses the marginalized and lets the powerful do whatever the hell they want. That's their selective definition of freedom. Composer Frank 
Wilholt wrote that, quote, conservatism consists of exactly one proposition, to wit, there must be in-groups whom the law protects but does not bind, alongside out-groups whom the law binds but does not protect, end quote. This, this explains how right-wingers view criminals in general. They aren't simply people who break the law. Why, that could be anyone, even them. Instead, they're an entirely separate class, usually not white, but almost always poor. They aren't fully citizens and don't deserve constitutional protections. As recently as last week, Trump was still on his authoritarian, quote, law and order, unquote, kick. He's proposed executing drug dealers. He supported Russia's imprisonment of black lesbian WNBA star Brittany Griner on BS drug charges. His fellow Republicans insist that America's cities are on fire because, quote, woke prosecutors, unquote, aren't locking up criminal suspects indefinitely without bail. Oh, and Trump wanted the military to shoot peaceful protesters. But MAGA considers the law a weapon, not a principle. It's a blunt instrument to wield against enemies and perceived inferiors. They can't cope with even the mildest shock to the system. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene predictably transitioned from back the blue to all cops are bastards. She tweeted yesterday, quote, defund the FBI, unquote, like she had just seen Judas and the Black Messiah. Don't expect her to co-sponsor an actual law enforcement defunding bill with Representative Cory Bush. Green doesn't want to just shut down the X-Files division because honestly traveling around the country looking for UFOs and Bigfoot is a waste of taxpayer money. No, she wants to burn down, burn down the house that J. Edgar Hoover built. Technically, progressive activist Charles Joseph Bonaparte created the borough of investigation that later became the FBI, so that's presumably sufficient poison for the larger tree. <clears throat> Cops have shot black people in broad blanking daylight, and Republicans cautioned against rushing to conclusions. That was unfair to the police officers, whose hands still had powder burns. Now Trump's cultists are quick to assume malicious intent and prosecutorial misconduct when their leader is held accountable. Tuesday morning, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin tweet lied, quote, a stunning move by the DOJ and FBI. This same DOJ labeled parents in Loudoun County as terrorists and failed to enforce federal law to protect justices in their homes. Selective, politically motivated actions have no place in our democracy, end quote. None of this is true, but it fosters the fascist persecution complex. Last fall, the Department of Justice received more than 20 instances of threats, harassment, disruptions, and acts of intimidation that have transpired during school board meetings and that are targeted at school officials. The DOJ was asked to investigate, intercept, and prevent the current threats and acts of violence against public school officials. Attorney General Merrick Garland can't turn a blind eye to overtly criminal behavior, just because it helped Republicans win big in Virginia. We shouldn't expect that any Republican politician or voter will somehow soften their overall tough-on-crime stances. Law and order isn't about justice. It's about keeping everyone in what they believe is their proper place. And, yes, the... Uh, conservative movement is now engaged in a uh, effort to denigrate 
defund and disband the police. That is, the police that might dare to go after them. Senator Grassley alleges FBI, quote, scheme, unquote, to silence negative Hunter Biden information. Yes, uh, Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley, I won't call him senile, he's just old. That's wrong to do that. There's a difference. And this is from nationalreview.com. Several, quote, highly credible whistleblowers, unquote, told Republican Senator Chuck Grassley about the FBI's, quote, scheme, unquote, to label and discredit negative news about Hunter Biden as, quote, disinformation, unquote, before the 2020 election, according to letters obtained by CBS. Quote, the information provided to my office involves concerns about the FBI's receipt and use of derogatory information relating to Hunter Biden and the FBI's false portrayal of acquired evidence as disinformation. The volume and consistency of these allegations substantiate their credibility and necessitate this letter. Grassley wrote in a July 25th letter to FBI Director Christopher Wray and Attorney General Merrick Garland, Grassley claimed a 2020 intelligence assessment about Biden's criminal financial history was used by the FBI headquarters to, quote, improperly discredit negative Hunter Biden information as disinformation. Quote, the allegations provided to my office appear to indicate that there was a scheme in place among certain FBI officials to undermine derogatory information connected to Hunter Biden by falsely suggesting it was disinformation. And uh, and it goes on. I wonder how much Grassley called on the FBI to release key records about the Biden investigation, and said if the allegations are true, the agency and the Justice Department. Quote, for, quote, being corrupted to their very core. Okay. Well, what Grassley is saying is he's not happy with the FBI finding that most of the claims made by Molly Hemingway and uh, John Solomon and uh, the uh, New York Post and all other friends of Rudy, who've gotten to see Rudy's copy of the hard drive, which he won't show to any uh, skeptics, and their claims... Uh, some and and also about uh, Tony Bombalinski's uh, cell phones. That somehow you can uh, believe all the claims that are being made, and it's the FBI that is uh, lying when they say uh, no, those claims are not supported by evidence. So uh, Grassley's whistleblowers are going to say, and if they actually testify, they would have to say that oh, the FBI they're saying that this stuff is Russian disinformation that it looks like uh, this laptop was uh, from stuff that was uh, stolen from Hunter Biden when he was over in Eastern Europe, in Ukraine and elsewhere. And uh, some of it's real, some of it's altered, and some of it's fake, the way disinformation is done. And it was being offered for $5 million uh, for sale to anyone who wanted it when uh, Rudy Giuliani was over there looking for dirt on the Bidens. And, oh, some other reasons to have some doubts about this. Uh, 
let's see, the New York Times, they, uh, through the Freedom of Information Act, got a copy of uh, what the FBI has from the laptop that they're holding. And all they could say was that, uh, oh, as it says in this National Review article, uh, a federal grand jury investigation into Hunter Biden's alleged tax violations and foreign dealings is in its final stages, but nothing about... And so illogical to think that uh, Joe Biden would be asking his wayward son for money rather than the other way around when Joe Biden can oh write a, bu- write a book with the help of someone else, get some millions for that, or make some speeches, get some more millions for that. And uh, anyway, so what Chuck Grassley is saying is that the FBI is somehow hiding that uh, all the claims they're making have uh, substantiation when actually the FBI is telling the truth and their claims don't have substantiation and uh, uh, Chuck Grassley is trying to perpetrate a hoax to discredit the FBI by saying that uh, they're lying when actually I would believe that uh, it's Chuck Grassley and the conservative movement that are lying. Oh, and more things about that uh, laptop. Okay, uh, the FBI and the New York Times haven't verified all the claims being made. Um, so no kickback for the big guy. Uh, no investigation of Joe Biden for anything by the FBI. Charles Grassley is just hair- tearing out what hair he has left over that. And the FBI said Tony Bobulinski didn't have what he claimed on his cell phones. Uh, the computer repair, repair shop, Mr. Uh, Vandedoch or whatever his name is, the, he uh, gave conflicting statements to the FBI and then he uh, clammed up and wouldn't say any more. Now he's in Europe claiming that he's there f- fearing for his life, but he goes on every right-wing podcast he can find or a syndicated show to say, oh, it's all so true. And uh, But yeah, he gave conflicting statements to the FBI and then he wouldn't say any more. And... Uh, Anyway, if you want to read more about that, there's uh, the forgotten and ignored context for the Hunter Biden laptop story. That's from the Washington Post. And then from PolitiFact.com, Tony Bobulinski, Hunter Biden, and China, an explainer. And as far as there being uh, no Russia collusion on part of uh, Team Trump and conservative movement, I guess you could look up Paul Manafort and Ukraine and how he was... uh, the campaign manager for the Putin puppet there before he uh, came to the United States to be the uh, campaign manager for the Putin puppet here. And when he was uh, chairman, co-chairman, along with Rick Gates of the Republican Party presidential uh, campaign, he handed over to Russian military intelligence 70 pages of insider polling data, which he gave to Konstantin Kolimnik, a Russian agent who handed over to Russian military intelligence, and they used to help target their campaigning for the Donald. <clears throat> anyway, so, yeah. Oh, the Hunter Biden laptop and Tony Bobulinski's cell phones and the FBI is covering up all the stuff we claim is... No, you're... Yeah, no, no, it's a ridiculous hoax you're trying to foist on people, uh, Ch- Senator Chuck Grassley. All right, let's see the time. It looks like the time has just about run out. So, I can only say that this has been the Servative Hour. Oh, wait, let me me get just a little bit more here. A little bit more from uh, Wonkett, one final article. Time to throw Donald Trump in email jail, said no Republican ever. 
and this is from August 9th, 2022, by Liz Dye from Womkent.com. Hey, remember that fun time when Republicans spent six straight years braying to put Hillary Clinton in email jail for improperly handling classified documents? Remember how Bill Barr only closed the investigation of the former Secretary of State's email server in 2019, by which point he had already tasked another U.S. attorney with investigating the Clinton Foundation? Remember how he secretly appointed John Durham a special counsel, ensuring that the pathetic attempt to lock her up, the Clinton campaign, would last into the Biden presidency? So maybe the Republicans can STFU with the that pearl clutching about the gross indecency of the Justice Department investigating crimes committed by the former president. Particularly when, as here, there appears to be no real argument that Trump didn't break the law by deliberately taking classified documents out of the White House and storing them in an unsecured facility, it would be pretty blanking hypocritical for the same people who are furious about Clinton's emails to shrug that off. Of course, that's exactly what they've done, spending the last 18 hours screaming bloody murder about the Justice Department illegally targeting poor, innocent Donald Trump. And that article continues on. On and I've run out of time, so let me just say this has been the Servative Hour. Thank you very much for listening, and good night to you all.